1: Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sakowitz, the Rector of William Cathedral, co-hosting. Mark Teresi, assistant to the Rector, which happens to be me, for Planned Development at Cathedral. How are you, Mark? Good morning.
0: Very good. At 45 degrees, but a beautiful drive in. The sun is over the lake and just one of those beautiful fall days. A beautiful fall Monday. And
1: by the way, today, history in the making. Thanks to the Department of Radio and Television with Vince Girosoli and Michael May and Brian Brock and Javier Garcia. We are live streaming, first time ever. So we are socially distanced from each other, masks included. And this is a brand new beginning. So our phone number 312 255 8408. 312 255 8408. A tremendous program lined up. Three tremendous priests. The Archdiocese of Chicago yep. have been elected or named Bishop-elects for the Archdiocese. There are Father Jeff Grab, Father Bob Lombardo, and Father Kevin Birmingham. We're going to have each one of them for 20 minutes on the program this morning. I think so, to kick it off will be Father Jeff Grob. Are you with
2: us, Jeff? Yes, I am. Good morning, Father Greg. Good morning, Mark.
0: Good morning. Congratulations.
1: Father Thank Jeff Grab,
0: congratulations.
1: I have to ask the first question, and that is, where were you, and who gave you a call when that moment happened?
2: <laughs> Actually, I, my mother and I were up home uh, in Madison. We're originally from a small town just west of Madison and spending a couple days uh, over the Labor Day weekend. And so it was bright and early on Sunday morning, uh, September 6th, uh, a morning I will never forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was 6 a.m., and my cell phone rang. And, At 6 well, o'clock in the morning. Bright and early, bright and early. Well, the uh, our nuncio, apostolic nuncio uh, Archbishop Christophe Pierre was uh, on holiday himself um, in Paris visiting family, and so he was making calls from there. And so it was a it was a bright well for him it was the afternoon for us it was bright first thing in the morning. What yeah. was
0: your mom's reaction?
2: Well, I mean, the the greatest challenge just... was. It was to not be able to, to share the news oh, immediately.
0: You, oh, you couldn't um, say anything.
2: And, um, and so I, it was it, even just for myself, because you, you you receive this news and you say yes to something uh, that's going to change your life, mm-hmm. um, and then you can't talk about it until it's announced, you now, know? Jeff, I have to ask this question.
1: When the phone rang at 6 o'clock in the morning, did you at first... Think about not picking it up because you thought it was a, a prank call, or who's calling me at six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning? Uh,
2: to be honest, it was more of a concern, yeah. you know, in a sense because I, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, uh, the the over concern of oh, you know, an early morning call. This probably isn't True. good news, you yeah. know, and <laughs> so that right. was kind of. Yeah, but uh, it ended up being very transformative news. Now, other priests
1: who've received the phone call that we've been on the phone with in the past years have said, when he would call, they thought it was somebody calling as a prank.
0: Yeah, one of their classmates. Their classmates
1: putting him up to it. And so when you got the phone call and he announced who he was, I'm assuming from the very first moment you knew this was not a joke.
2: Correct. Uh, and just for the simple fact that I happened to, for, without because of other dealings with my work downtown, I had uh, Archbishop uh, uh, Pierre's... Um, Contact information in my cell phone, so his name came up on caller ID.
1: Oh, it did. Oh, and
2: so um, I knew. Okay, well, either this is you know there was some issue or you know problem perhaps back here because I was out of town, and as judicial vicar, you know sometimes you have to deal with you know different challenges and problems. And um, but it was it was a very different it was a very different call.
1: So I have to ask you. He says hello. How you doing? You know the talk <laughs> back and forth. And what did he? We were expecting maybe a problem, as you just mentioned. What were his words to you?
2: Um, just that uh, he has some very good news to share, and that the Holy Father has um, uh, elected me to be a, an auxiliary bishop in Chicago. And what was your What was
1: your very first reaction in your mind? <laughs>
2: <laughs> very surreal. Um, it just, I think, a million thoughts. I don't think I could have gotten another thought in my mind if I tried. <laughs> yeah, in a sense, it just this, it was almost like, and not a dying scene, but a sense of, you know, you hear your whole life flashes in front of your eyes. because It's a call I never expected to receive.
0: Now, could you give people a little bit of background? So from a dairy farm in Madison to auxiliary Bishop in Chicago. A little bit of your history for folks to understand?
2: It, it, it's proof positive that God draw, draws straight with crooked lines. <laughs> but now, Jeff, you. the big
1: question is, are you a Packer fan? <laughs>
2: That's very pivotal. That's a very dangerous question <laughs> to answer in bear country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, wear, I wear my green and gold underneath my elb Okay, <laughs> at least you're being nice. honest.
1: I'm right now, we're live-streaming. And I'm wearing my Chicago Bears mask. and you know the Packers play tonight, <laughs> <laughs> but I know anybody from Wisconsin—you know—it's in your DNA. You're automatically a Packer fan. It's pretty part much, of who
2: you are, pretty you know. much. Um, although I grew up in a small town just west of Madison, and so we spend a lot more time going to Camp Randall for uh, Badger football games. Uh, not True. that we don't respect and honor the the Packers, but just because it, we had you know, close proximity and accessibility, and we would often go to Badger games.
1: So tell us about your journey, you know, you're a boy raised in Wisconsin. What
2: happened? Uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, God, you know, called me, I believe, uh, from early age uh, as far as vocation to, to priesthood, or at least what I believed I thought was a call. Uh, I went through high school seminary in Madison at Holy Name, um, started um, uh, college seminary, uh, studying for the diocese of Madison, but then actually took some time out just to make sure that this was uh, what I believe I was called to. Which college uh, to seminary discern. was that, Jeff? Uh, college seminary at that time was St. Meinrad. Okay, that's sure. What, that's what um, the diocese of Madison was using as its college In uh, seminary. Yes. And, um, but then in the four years that I I took out to work, I lived and worked in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And so I spent a lot of time back and forth in Chicago, coming down for just different events, sports, different, you know, theater, whatever. And, uh, you know, kind of, and I kind of fell in love very much. I don't know if it's that old image of, you know, small town boy meets big city kind (laughs) of thing. And, um, But then I returned to studies um, and uh, finished seminary college and started theology, uh, still for the Diocese of Madison, but there was just something pulling at my heart to come to Chicago. And so after my first year of theology, which I was attending at St. John's in Collegeville, Minnesota, um, I made the the shift, um, applied and approached the Archdiocese of Chicago and um, transferred uh, to continue my studies and finish my studies here at What at year Mundelein. was that, Jeff? That would have been 1990, 1998, so you, uh, 1989, so 1989. you
1: begin the theologate in Collegeville, but after one year, that inner urge about coming to Chicago, you apply to Samuel the Lake Mundelein Seminary, and then you transferred over, and those yeah.
0: are those are some crooked lines. Uh, one oh, of the yeah. crooked lines. You you've been in parish ministry say, at Faith Hope and Saint Celestines. Have you heard from any of the folks from the parish uh, since you've it, been named bishop?
2: It, it's it's overwhelming the the kindness of people. You know, I mean, it's proof positive. You hope that. You 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 try to make an imp- uh, impression, impression in people's lives. You try to help folks, and and you know, oftentimes we're veiled from seeing that. Um, but in moments like this, the the goodness, the, the the support, the outreach of people is is truly overwhelming.
0: Have you gotten an assignment yet, as bishop? What a like, uh, vicariate you'll be uh, in charge yeah. of?
2: Yes. Mark, um, I'll be continuing here at downtown as judicial vicar until ordination on, on November 13th, and then I will be uh, assigned um, as uh, episcopal vicar for vicariate one. So I'll be up in in Lake County. So oh, I, I okay. It was, and I Jeff, it was your residency will be where then? Uh, at this point, we're still working out those details. Um, uh, just because uh, the office, actual offices, and the residence are not in the same place. So we've got some, some uh, details to work out at this point. So you're heading
1: back up north then, yeah. to back to the border almost.
2: Well, that's, I mean, I think it's appropriate. They put the farm boy up in probably the most <laughs> rural part of the diocese. So that's good, a very wise call.
0: Actually, it's uh, funny. Uh, one of the women, I was at Line for 15 years. I worked up there, and one, sure. of, the, one of the women that ran the events, was, ran the, her family ran the last dairy farm up Oh my in God. that In that area, Mary Lou Diebold, and uh, God rest her soul, she passed. In Lake County, right? Yeah. In fact, uh, when I was first there, I got a call that Mark, I'm uh, on my voicemail, Mark, I'm going to be late. We're birthing a calf this morning. It's not going well. <laughs> That's not your typical <laughs> response of an employee. Exactly. We're, we're, we're birthing a calf. And, uh, exactly. You
1: know. Now, the thing is, as Mark had asked before, Jeff, and that is, uh, I know you've been overwhelmed by the goodness of people with emails and text messages Mm -hmm. and phone calls and notes Mm -hmm. and is the feeling within you right now is it's still kind of surreal as your whole life has changed so suddenly
2: yeah uh absolutely greg father greg um Mm -hmm. you know it's you still kind of wake up you know at different points or you're about to do something and you know just the planning of all of this because you know, very much the rest of life. You know, my other assignments—they all continue, and so trying to be dutiful and and faithful and responsible to them. Um, but then also, this whole other layer is is developing, um, and so it's it is at times it is it makes you tend to be a bit pensive, and uh, um, just you know, it's hoping for me. It's hoping that I'll I'll be able to serve well. That's that
1: a question just hit me right now. You found out from the um from the Archbishop on September sixth what advice have you received from different people at this point after one month mm.
2: yeah, I mean certainly the sense of eh, remain who you are mm-hmm. um you know in the sense be be true to yourself, be consistent um uh, also, the, the uh, oftentimes, words surrounding being a, a good shepherd, a good pastor. Um, you know, always, you know, the, the prior, I mean, in so many ways, what might be words of, of our Holy Father, in a sense, to, to be with your people, uh, to know your people. Um, and uh, so very, very, if you will, earthy, very, in so many ways, what should be common sense advice of uh, just to, you know, to tend to, you know, the re- responsibilities given, but with a very human face, uh, a very loving and, and caring face. Just
0: continue to be who you are in a very humble way. Yeah. And it's very interesting because when your name was um, announced, when Kevin's name and Father Lombardo's name, I think there was a sense of joy in this archdiocese. That each Each of oh, yeah. you gentlemen just... Get it already? You get it as. And then, Mark,
1: you know, I'll say this in front of Jeff. They are so different, but they are great priests. So when all three were named in the house, I live in the cathedral. You know, all ten of us were elated and thought, "What tremendous choices!" Yes, for exactly. You, for Kevin and Bob, and that, uh, it, you know, talk about a starting all-star lineup. And Jeff, you have been so excellent as a priest in the archdiocese you're always so kind with people, you follow through, you take time, great listener, you're faith-filled. You know, you, here's the thing, you love the people of God and you love priesthood. That's very evident in all the years I've known you.
0: Can yeah. I ask how, what was your mom's reaction when you finally were in Oh yeah, when mom her? found out. Uh, uh,
2: well, I've I've had a, a, a string tied to her foot uh, ever since, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for fear of for fear You're of, of floating away. <laughs> right. um, but I, I I think it's three uh, three images. First, that of you know, just a very mom is very proud. She's very happy. She's elated. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a sadness um, that my father is in here to, yes, to yes. see this, because uh, my father died young. Um, but third, too, uh, her own share of angst and, and concern and trepidation about the role. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, uh, you know, I think you, you never stop being a parent. She doesn't stop being mm-hmm. a mom, and so she's concerned for her child.
1: Those, those uh, are great and, what year did your uh, dad pass away, Jeff? Uh, dad died
2: in 1995.
1: How old was your father?
2: He was, what, 57. Uh, oh, he died he died in a plane crash. So it, oh, was, did he really? it was a very I didn't hear
1: that.
2: Yeah, it was a very sudden and unexpected thing, he no died doubt. At
1: a very young age.
2: Yeah. Which was yeah. when
1: your dad died, you said this was nineteen ninety seven, you said? Ninety five. Ninety five. and you were ordained in what year?
2: I was ordained in ninety two. So I was three years three a
1: priest. Three years a priest. Got you yeah. were, and when you were newly ordained you were assigned where?
2: My first assignment was St. Faith Hope and Charity up in Winnetka.
1: For how many years?
2: I was there for six years, and then was asked to go off to do doctoral studies uh, in canon law.
0: Can I ask—this is a question probably— Go right ahead, Mark. It probably makes no sense at all, but I've always wondered. So it says you're appointed titular bishop of Abora. First of all, where is Abora and secondly, what does that mean? That you're—I'm sure most lay folks don't understand what that means, mm. other than, do you run that parish too?
2: Well, um, as best I have been able to research, Abora I believe exists somewhere in Tunisia. Oh, um, at least that's. I mean, there have been multiple leads. I've been trying to, to find the exact uh, location myself. I but, thought it was outside of Detroit. <laughs> uh, these are... <laughs> <laughs> but every every bishop is, is assigned or has, you know, care and pastoral care of, of a diocese. Um, and so, for the Archdiocese of Chicago, our principal shepherd is, is Cardinal Supich. Right uh, now, when you come along with auxiliary bishops, they can't also be the bishop of that diocese. They're appointed auxiliary, um, and so they must have every bishop. Normally, is whenever a bishop is ordained, he is assigned to a diocese. Or it must be assigned attached oh, to it. a particular church okay. um so when auxiliaries are named, they are attached to uh, are assigned to dioceses in reality that no longer exist currently they existed once in time, they existed historically, at oh. least as I understand the mm-hmm. history of titular sees and um so that I am the titular bishop of abora. Uh, and auxiliary bishop of Chicago, um, and so uh, because you see these, you know, in in many many dioceses there are auxiliary bishops. Well, the reality is there can only be one right. uh, principal bishop, a diocesan bishop. So you're uh, not by. taking
0: any trip to Abora in the near no, future. No, but
2: uh, but I mean, but I'm fascinated just even if you know to learn to history learn more about uh, it. historically, <laughs> where, to find at least where it's where located. Place, mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, exactly. We need so to bring I, this segment I, I still to a segment to the
1: Exactly. And I want to thank in a very special way Father Jeff Grab, the new Bishop Elect for the Archive of Chicago, which will happen on November 13th, Friday at Holy Name Cathedral. And our phone number 312 255 8408. Father Jeff Grab, God bless you. It's been a joy yes. having you on the radio. Know our prayers are with you and our support. And you'll be a marvelous new auxiliary in Chicago. So we're listening to WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz and Mark Therese, we are live streaming, and we are both socially distanced. So This is history made, being made today. Stay with us, and do not touch that dialogue.